All right, we'll go ahead and go with it here. Welcome to both mics. I am Mike Sofka, and Mike that Taylor. is there. You go. That's him. That's the man. How are you doing, Mike? Good, good. What episode are we on today? We are on episode eight, which comes after episode nine for some reason this time. But before three. Yes, but after three. <laughs> Read the shirt. Yes. So if you're following along, it's like a movie where it goes in yes. and out, a time it, it timelines. Yeah, it's exactly like Star Wars because, like, as you go from three, four, and five to one, two, and three, the CGI and the and the effects and the editing gets better. So it's out of order, but in order. Yeah. So if you if you watch Star Wars in order, like the way it's supposed to be, in that middle part, you're like, what the heck's going on? I feel like I'm watching a movie from the '70s. Exactly. Like I, I know exactly why that's hovering because it's it's not fully shown and it's on a block over there. Come on, guys. What is this, 1977? <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Hopefully you're checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're just about everywhere, so I'm not even going to mention all the places. It's almost an embarrassment, but I mean, you know, anywhere big, Spotify, iHeart, uh, Google. Get a podcast, yes, absolutely. We have the videos up, too, so if you're hearing us on just the audio, there is a video, and if you're seeing just the video, you can also take that on the road for audio. Good, good stuff. Hey, um, I'm looking this week, and we've had a lot of lot of uh, natural disaster stuff happening in the world lately, and it's kind of weird. Iceland was just hit with eighteen thousand earthquakes in just over a week, and a major eruption is predicted. Eighteen thousand in a week. Yeah, and now they're saying that they have a volcano eruption that could be imminent now. Yeah, so it's 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 bad to be in Iceland, I guess, right now. Yeah, it's always been bad to be in Iceland. Wasn't there like a, a such an ash flow coming out of that volcano in Iceland that you couldn't fly from London to to New York because well, of it? Well, first of all, I'm calling shenanigans on the on the name because if you look up Iceland, there's no ice, and if you go to Greenland, it's all ice and no green. Right. So yeah. I'm calling shenanigans right first calf out of the shoe. Exactly. What? Exactly. But they had issues because of you know ash gets in a an airplane, a jet engine, it shuts down. And the way they go, like they don't go this way from New York to London or this way. Either way, um, it, you know they couldn't do it. They had to they had to stop flights for a while there because of uh, because of the ash. So, but eighteen thousand, God, one hundred and sixty-eight hours in a week. Yeah, it's crazy. They said they said it's basically like a non-stop twenty-four hour a day earthquake of different very, very, you know, different magnitudes. They say according to thehill.com, despite earthquakes being a common occurrence in Iceland, the country wasn't prepared for the events of the past week, which included a mind-boggling eighteen thousand earthquakes that hit the island in a span of about a week. The earthquake swarm was which began on February 24th with a magnitude 5.7 earthquake, the largest to date, and was followed by thousands of smaller ones. Wow, wow. You ever, you ever feel an earthquake? Yeah, I did. I slept through one in California. The first one I was ever through, I was, I had just gotten done. I think we talked in the past about me working at Yellowstone National Park. I met a friend from California. I'd never been there, wanted to go there. So I went with him, left Yellowstone, 
went to stopped in Vegas on the way, went to uh, was stopped in Idaho and in Vegas, and then went to California and stayed there for about a month, halfway between San Diego and L.A. and Mission Viejo. And I was at his house sleeping on the floor in his room when they had that famous earthquake where like David Letterman was getting under the tables and stuff on live on air. You know, it was a it was a weird thing, but. I, I was on the floor asleep and he was waking me up telling me that the water in his waterbed was sloshing around. Was that like 95-ish? No, that was in like 90. 89, 88. No, it was in 87. Yeah, 87. Wow. Wow. Okay. The only, the only earthquake I've been in was, believe it or not, in Florida. In Florida. Living... Um, Right there in Claremont, very south Claremont, almost the whole county. And I'm in the living room, and all of a sudden, everything just starts going just like this, back and forth. For about 10 seconds, just enough to kind of realize, okay, what's happening? And then it stops. Wow. And it comes out that that particular earthquake was outside of Port Charlotte in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, yeah? Just the way it came up. Huh. Well, they say Iceland has about 30 active volcanoes, but volcanologists have attempted to ease residents' fear over an impending eruption. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I think I, I think if I'm in Iceland, I'm getting out of there. Number one, because it's Iceland. And number two, because, well, it sounds like there might be earthquakes and uh, volcanoes and fire falling from the sky and the sky is falling and chicken littles running around. It's crazy. <laughs> well, well, not to, again, not to be outdone, not to be outdone. New Zealand is saying, whoa, 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 you're taking all our steam here, Iceland. Stop. So they've issued a national advisory. They're having a tsunami might hit them following the magnitude 7.3 earthquake they had just east North Island, Zealand, New Zealand. We expect New Zealand coastal areas to experience strong and unusual currents and unpredictable surges at the shore. Interesting. Was this recently? Well, yeah. How recent was it? Uh, March 5th, which is what today yeah. as we're recording. Now that I've given that out, great. Now people are going to know how long it takes me to get this thing together here. <laughs> no, it's in the past 24 hours. Both both stories yeah. in the past 24 hours. Yesterday is tomorrow in New Zealand, isn't it? I think they're ahead, aren't they? I don't know. Depending which way you go. You go across the international state line. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what's happening. I'm going to tell you why all these earthquakes are happening. I'm going to tell you why there's volcanoes. I'm going to tell you why all this stuff is happening. It's all because of Elon Musk and Starlink. It's got to be. That's the only thing that's going on right now is the Starlink stuff. Every day, they're sending up a rocket. They just sent these two up to launch another 60 Starlink satellites. And the spaceship, whatever they want to call it, Starship, comes back down to land on the pad and it lands down everything's great that they did two they did one in florida one in houston they did them both almost simultaneously like a day apart and when they landed the one in houston while it was sitting on the pad after landing it caught fire and exploded so 
That's that not a good thing. This is called Starship. And the um, I looked up what Starship is, and even Elon Musk, Musk today put out a tweet about the fallen Starship saying something about it's in Valhalla now. The SN10 is in Valhalla, and that's because he was tweeting with the theme of Vikings and so forth about the mission before. He said they were cyber cyber Vikings of Mars. So the Starship blew up, but here's the deal. They're saying they're going to be, they're landing like 60 of these Starlink satellites. They're throwing them up there in lower orbit. It's a lower orbit than the high orbit where most satellites are. Soon they're going to be able to launch up to 400 at a time. And this is all for high-speed, low-latency broadband internet. In, uh, in Ethiopia. No, it's, it's supposed to be like a dish network thing where you're going to take a dish. Worldwide, but it's supposed to be uh, help and access for people who live in Ethiopia in areas of Siberia and places where they can't get high food in the town. They can't get food or water there. What the hell are we doing? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So you, so you bring a computer and put it online? They're going to eat that? They're going to drink that? You better make sure you have a good battery life. No, I think they're saying that because of all this uh, Bitcoin stuff, all this uh, 5G. They're looking at 6G right now. They're saying that we're going to need better broadband. And so I looked up this Starlink because it's in a beta test right now. And I can order it at my house. I can get it right now if I want it. They're going to charge me $4.99 for hardware, $99 a month for service, $50 shipping and handling, and taxes $35. But it says I only have to pay $99 today. So I don't know if that other money just falls away, if they're paying it or what, but it sounds like for $99 a month, you're going to get the fastest internet anywhere else. Yeah. Well, the, um, you can actually see it when it comes overhead. It's supposed to be a line of white yeah. And uh, there's actually an app that I actually have on my phone that shows when it's available in your neighborhood or when it comes overhead you can go outside and look right well they're saying it's going to be starlink find starlink and it says right now sorry no good uh, no timing found for good visibility in the next 10 days or five days but i can find poor visibility on the 9th of march at 7 29 p.m if i look north to northeast It'll come from ten. Uh, it'll come from ten degrees to twelve degrees. So it, it's going to be like that. It won't even. It probably won't even go above the trees. But I have actually looked at this and set timers to go outside and look. This up, if I can see up in the sky and see this starlink go above, and I have yet to see it. No, I saw it. I saw it one time. Yeah. I've seen the International Space Station go overhead. Yeah. That was real cool. But uh, as far as the, the, the Starlink thing, nope, haven't seen it. Uh, you know, besides pictures that you see on the internet and on the news. But um, yeah. Well, they're saying that the low latency equals uh, better video calls, better online gaming. Uh, the, like you pointed out, ideal for rural and remote communities. And they're saying they're also preserving the night sky. They say the Starlink teams have worked closely with leading astronomers around the world to make better to better understand 
the specifics of their observations and engineering changes we can make to reduce satellite brightness. In other words, they don't want it clogging up the night sky, interfering with looking at the stars or what have you, which supposedly when they put these things up, they're supposed to kind of like disappear from the naked eye after a day somehow. Yeah, well, they get, they get farther up. Um, but as far as like obstructing the, the night sky and, and stars, I'll tell you, like, growing up, God, how long? For um, living really 20 miles from New York City, as, you know, as the crow flies, 20 miles from New York City, for me, and looking up in the sky and seeing stars, you see some stars. And that's all you have ever known is to see some stars. I went to college in Austin, and like the third night I was there, I met my wife now. That's the fourth night. And then we drove that night that we met from Austin to San Antonio and stopped along the way. She had a little two-seater convertible, and I remember looking up and going, holy smokes! What? Really? Where all these stars come from? Exactly. Seriously. Five times the amount of stars. Yeah. It, it, it was unbelievable the amount of stars I saw. Yeah. And, and she was like, what? Huh? Like, she was confused. Yeah. That, that I was looking at the same sky I always looked at and saw something different. Now, between Austin and San Antonio, they're almost connected by city. You know, there's students. Uh, San Marcos, New Braunfels, uh, Buda, Kyle, and San Antonio and Austin are almost connected now, and the light pollution is so bad that it's no different than being in New Jersey, New York City, for the it, Crazy. It's sad. It's sad. Well, and it, it, if you ever have a chance to see it like that, it, it's unbelievable. Like, you wouldn't you'd swear you're someplace like well, SpaceX. According to SpaceX, they had previously said that the company had expected to to, to, to have its coverage over much of the globe at a constellation size of around 1,200 satellites. But the company has plans to launch more than 30,000 to fully build out its network capacity and speed. This is where I'm calling foul right now. You're letting, I mean, it's all good. He's the hero, he's doing great. He's got big companies, they're making money. Everybody's doing this. But we're letting somebody put 30,000 things in the air that are the size of an automobile and they're interconnected. It's like a net around our planet. Yeah. We're giving this guy total control. I don't get it. This is a junk. Just he's throwing crap up there, you know, works now. How long how long is the opposite lesson like that? Be there for 10 years, 25 years. And where's this stuff gonna fall when it comes out? Because what goes up must come down. Times. So, it's, uh, yeah, 30,000. Yeah, I don't understand how that happens. I gotta, I, I'm, and that's why I'm saying this is all, this is all something, something's up here with all the stuff that's happening around the globe, storms and all this. There was a, they did a thing, I, I saw a thing online. There was some sort of magnetic electro, electronic magnetic storm that they said they had recently discovered. And I'm reading more of the story and the story was put out in the past 24 hours and it showed a, 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 a graphic and it looked like the Northern Lights in a hurricane. And what happens is when the, when the solar flares come down from the sky and they inter, they're intercepted at the Northern Pole area where the Northern Lights are, they, 
under specific conditions, they're creating a, a hurricane-like situation, a large hurricane. And it's actually raining down electrons because of the magnetic pole combined with these rays. And they, you're not going to believe this. They said that this is a big deal and this is something we should worry about. Guess when this storm happened? Happened? Yes, it was just reported in the last 24 hours. <laughs> um, September 2014. Okay. I'd like a little quicker notice next time. This isn't a damn pizza where you're just going to refund me. I want to know if the planet's going to blow up then. I don't want to wait seven years. Wow, seven years. Six and a half years, whatever. Maybe, well, maybe they're waiting for statute limitations. Is it really going to matter? I mean, I'm thinking about putting out a wager, creating some sort of wager platform where I can have people wager that when a, when the next asteroid, which, by the way, we have an asteroid hurling at us right now as we're recording this. So if you're watching this, congratulations. We all made it. Good job. Good job. If you're not watching this, well, better luck next life, I guess. But no, there is an asteroid. Heading, it's the size of the Eiffel Tower. It's supposed to zoom past the Earth today as we do this. They say it's 1,120 feet wide and made of rock, iron, and nickel. It's probably roughly shaped like a peanut, though astronomers have a better idea of its form when it passes by the Earth. Okay. Didn't they just have one of these things that passed closely by the Earth and they said they thought it was an alien probe? I have no idea. They, they talk about them all the time. You know, every time you turn around, like, I'm wondering if this story is the same story I heard a couple weeks ago. You know? It's actually- oh, no, this is, this is, I, this is in the last 12 hours. Okay. But was it reported a couple weeks ago, or was that a different asteroid you were reporting? That was about? a different one. That's what I'm saying. They were, they, they were saying that, that that one may be an alien probe, and they're saying this one may be an alien probe as well, but... Both of them are supposed to miss the Earth, but by the narrowest of margins. Which was what? 200,000, well, not 200,000 miles. That would be because of the distance of the moon. But, yeah, how far is how far? You know, it, it only needs to miss it by 50 miles. They don't know where. It's only the size of a football field. Well, the asteroid takes a full orbit around the sun every 11 months. Uh, they're saying it's we're going to vis- visibly have another pass like this again in 2029. And let's see. They're saying that it could, this is called Apophis. And it will get as close as 19,800 miles to the Earth. That's close. That, that's close enough that the Earth's gravity may change the shape of the asteroid or scatter the boulders on its surface. Okay. 20,000 miles. I don't know. I'm calling BS on all this stuff because I I think that all this stuff is interconnected and we're just not realizing the connection at this time. And then by the time we realize the connection, it's going to be too late. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's science night here on both legs. Yes, it is. It's science night. Yes, it is. And are you taking the FATs in the morning? <laughs> While we're on science night, 
Let me go ahead and tell you there's other good news that just came out. It came out on March 4th at 7.30 a.m. Earth will lose its oxygen, killing most living organisms. Film at 11. Great to hear. Well, yeah. <laughs> Do you know when it's going to lose its oxygen? Um, the year 3650. No, you'd have to go a little further out. They're saying in a billion years we're going to lose oxygen on Earth. <laughs> Buddy. I don't care. Who, who does I'm not going to be here. And so many things will change in that amount of time. It can go the opposite way. I, 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 I don't get it. Why? It, and, and this is the thing that gets me. And, and, and here's the dirty news. Here's, here's how it all equates out. The scientists that do these things, they put out these fear things and they, this could happen and this is happening. And we want to let you know about this. They get grants from the government. They don't ever come out with good news. They don't ever say great news. There's no more global warming or climate change or, or this or that. Do you know why they don't say that doesn't exist anymore? Because the money would quit coming from the government. Right. Right? This is how these guys make money. Why don't people also take this story and spin it another way? Hey, guess what? We have enough oxygen for billions of years. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but if you act, yeah, but if we act like there's a problem because we're going to be out of oxygen in a billion years, we need to act now. Stop. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm out of show material. That was quick. Right. <laughs> this thing here. I'm gonna uh, gonna give you a quote and I'll see if you can guess or actually it's quotes or um yeah, no that's not a good one. Quotes and music lyrics. See if you can guess what they're from. Okay, I like this. We're on a mission from God. Oh, that's easy, that's the blues brothers. I knew you'd get that one. I, I had no idea what that one. This one's way too easy. Uh, wild horses could drag me away, or couldn't drag me away. That is a song. Um, the chick sings it. No, a guy sung it at first, I think. Um, it is a song. I, I I don't know. I can't. I'm my my mind is blank. Yeah, I only have uh, sources. Wild horses. So who actually sung it? I don't know. Hmm. But um, space, the final frontier. Oh, that's uh, Star Trek, isn't it? It is Star Trek. All right, second star on the right, and straight on till morning. Wow. Uh, Spaceballs? <laughs> Ludicrous speed! Um, no. Peter Pan, close. Okay. I'm king of the world. Oh, that's uh, the uh, Titanic. Yep. yep. Did, did you see that movie, Titanic? Yes, I actually saw it in the theater. I didn't see it. With an... Okay. I knew how the movie ended. I didn't want to. <laughs> no, I saw. I went to go see it to see if it would, you know, the ending would change. Well, actually, I, I. Let me confess. I've seen it twice since then, and both times I've seen it, the boat still sank. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I, I'm walking here. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Gosh. Wow, I should know this one. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm drawing a blank. I should know it. Yeah. I uh, I know the 
the uh, I know the, the word or I know the the phrase. I know the diction that it is yes. delivered. Yes. But I did not know it was Ratso from Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> yes, it was. It was Ratso Rizzo from uh, that was the Dustin Hoffman character in Midnight Cowboy. Yep. I got a bad feeling about this. Ooh. Again, drawing a blank. We uh, kind of discussed this movie already today. Blues Brothers? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, and actually, somebody says this in every one of the episodes of this movie. Oh. Somebody somewhere in the movie says this line or some variation of this line in the movie. I have a bad feeling about this. Oh, that's Han Solo? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Oh, that's Airplane. Movie yeah. Airplane. That's uh, Peter Graves. Yeah. Well, Dr. Ruckman. Yes. You ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> What's your Victor, Victor, Victor? What's your Victor, Victor? The hospital, what is it? It's a big building with patients in it, but that's not important right now. The red zone is for loading and unloading of passengers only. Uh, okay, this is a give me. No soup for you. Oh, that's uh, Seinfeld, the soup Nazi. No, soup Nazi. Um, not all, not all those who wander are lost. Not all those who wander are lost. Wow. I probably should know this one too, but I'm drawing a total blank. Yeah, Fellowship of the Rings, Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah, no, I, I need to phone a friend for stuff like that. Yeah, you, you got this one too. Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Wow. No. Uh, Sopranos, Godfather. Godfather 1. There you go. Yep. Uh, little side note, James, James Gambolfini graduated the same high school as me five years earlier. Wow. Parkridge, New Jersey. Yeah. Hmm. Um, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wow, I should know this one, too. Let me think of just a second. Um, yeah, I should know this, but it's a, it's a classic thing. It's a classic book. That it is. Go ahead. What is it? A Tale of Two Cities. Ah. Hasta la vista, baby. Oh, that's easy. That's uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Houston, we have a problem. That would be uh, the Apollo movie. Yes. Or a Apollo 11, I think it was. Apollo 13. 13. Yeah, I was only out by two. <laughs> right. A couple of years. I think, therefore, I am. That's a Shakespeare quote. Um, discord on the method. Discourse on the method. Yeah, maybe not then. I don't know. Yeah, like the thinker. Rene Descartes, something like that. Ooh. And then the last one and my favorite quote of all times. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Ah, uh, Dante. Dante yeah. from Clerks. Yes. Funny as hell. Yeah. So when when are you going to movies? Did you did you book that yet? 
Yes, okay. I actually meant to tell you all week long. Um, I did book it, and uh, is I will be there on Friday. It's the only time available that was, like, not interfering with my sister coming to town, and weekends were unavailable. So I think it's March. Let me look at the calendar. March 19th, 8 p.m. Wow. We might be doing this uh, remote, or at least me remote, phoning it in and uh, giving a review of the cow tipper for, um, at movies there on iDrive. And it's nice. A, it's going to be inside of a chain restaurant that is just scattered through a couple different towns. I, I don't remember the name of the actual restaurant, but uh, I guess that... An actual restaurant is going to be the front for this restaurant for, I guess, the 10-day period they're going to be in town. Um, I still don't know if any of uh, clerks, one, two, or three, uh, people will be there. Actually, three isn't out yet. Will they have outdoor dining? Um, they do have available seating, but outdoor dining? I think I remember reading something yes about that. So, we will... Uh, find out yeah i like the i like the whole idea i might have to being there's outdoor dining i might have to make my way down there yeah Yeah, we'll figure it out we'll do something i'm sure that would be ultimate if we could uh you know if you end up if like let's say you're there and you meet kevin smith and you take out your cell phone and you're like Hey, I want to record this little 10 second thing. Now, all you have to say, Kevin Smith, is tune into the Both Mics podcast. Right. Something like that. I mean, that would be great. Yeah. They, what do they call it? A, what do they call it? Not a bumper. Yeah, I don't what? know. It's got a name. <laughs> I forget it. No, I've done. Yeah, I've done stuff like that in the past in the, in the radio like business. Soundbite. Yeah, but it actually has a, a name. Ah, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Cool. No, I'm 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 interested in seeing how that whole thing shakes out. I'm interested in seeing how that roadside carnival works out. If I, you know, I the things there for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least two weekends. I think it, it runs from like Friday to the following Sunday. So that's Is there, like eleven days. So there was no thing. There was no thing saying special appearance on this day or at this yeah. time or anything because I, I can't imagine like a guy like kevin smith or somebody would be there the entire time right exactly yeah and no no mention of like vip treatment or anything like that no no special nights no special engagements um you know, so does it start? what's that does did it start already no no the 12th i think it starts the 12th and it runs through the 21st but like i said it's like 11 days um, I'm not expecting anybody, you know, any of the cast to be there. Um, I'm just, what my curiosity is how, how interactive it's going to be. You know, am I going to walk into a place and like, oh, this is movies. Or am I going to walk into a place and they're going to hand me, you know, a, a bag that says movies with a burger in it. You know? Yeah, something like that. It looked like little boxes. Yeah, how immersive is it going to be? That's, that's my, uh, my, my quandary. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's going to be as good as it can be, especially under the conditions, you know, but I think it, I think it's going to lend itself to 
generating more interest in maybe another movie or, or maybe you know and, and and i'm not sure they need to keep doing movies with that with those same characters with the same concept i mean take a look at what they're doing with coming to america have you seen this this fiasco have you seen this train wreck i actually heard about it uh was it lucelle lucerne female comedian i heard an interview with her like two years ago uh in reference to it and it was supposed to come out last year and anybody who's anybody on uh you know on any money, any money, Eddie Murphy's uh, Christmas card list is in this movie. You know, it's it's the, the usual cast of characters and anybody who's anybody in that uh, in that circle. But how many times have we seen or heard uh, sequels and they totally ruin the movie or they remake a movie? You know, there's a certain there's a certain element of movies of TV and so forth where you just need to put it away. Just yeah. stop, because you're 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 backwards contaminating things. That's why we have a backflow and plumbing system, so shit doesn't come up through the sink. Yeah, well, they um they uh they, they revisit the well as as you call it, and um, they you know if nothing's going on, they're like, oh, we this is a guarantee. We can exit. milk this one. <laughs> yeah, this is an exit. Ex, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, it's a payday for them. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy it. I don't think it's going to be. I, I don't. I for some reason gut feel on this one. I think they're pushing it too hard. Really? I, I don't know. I think the fact that that they're waiting to put it out in theaters is a, is a good sign. Um, will I go see it in the theater? No. Will I get it from Redbox? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it'll be good. I think it'll be you know pretty. Good. I'll wait for the review here on both mics that you're going to do after you watch it, and that'll dictate whether I watch it. Right, right. Well, I haven't been to Redbox in a year, so, you know, there's been nothing. I haven't seen a Redbox in years. I didn't know you were still in business. Right. What yeah. are you doing at a Redbox? Getting a CD? What's that? A CD? Yeah. DVD? What is that? Yeah. Well, uh, in San Antonio, there used to be a place called CD Exchange, where people go and, you know, exchange CDs or whatever the case may be, you can buy CDs. They had to change their name to DVD Exchange now because no one buys CDs anymore. Signal so hey. didn't call Exchange. <laughs> that happened years ago. I, I there was a, a I'm not gonna name who this child was, but there was a child. He was about I call him child. He was a teenager. He was in the 13 to 15 range, and he came across a record album, and he asked me what it was, and I told him it was a record album. He said. What do you mean a record? Like it'll tell you where, you know, like a bunch of data. I'm like, no, this is like, you know, like, hey, you have a CD, you can listen to a CD. Kid you not, the record album went up to the ear to listen to. <laughs> True story. I know this. These are the people who vote. These are the people who are in charge of running our planet in the future. And like you pointed out last week, these are the people who could possibly be looking to care for us and putting us in a, in a home someday. Right? Why I had four kids. <laughs> yep. One of them's going to pick where I go. Yeah, I'm not excited about any of that stuff. Look, I, here's what I need. I need a place in Florida. Check. Need a little bit of money. Check. Need you to leave me the hell alone. Check. Okay, there we go. Done. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just hope that the one that takes care of me is not the one that's going to put me in a wheelchair and, and roll me down a hill somewhere into traffic. No, what they're going to do is they're going to 
Did you ever see that movie? Um, gosh, I'm losing the name of Hold on. Clockwork Orange. Did you ever see that? Heard of it, never seen it. Great movie. You have to see it and understand it's a Kubrick type film and it's in grandiose fashion and everything's over exaggerated. And there's some, there's some, uh, questionable scenes, especially at the very beginning of the movie. But, you know, once you get past that part, it's, it's a pretty good movie. There's a part where, uh, Malcolm McDowell's in the movie and they catch him and he's the leader of this crime, these young youths, these hooligans in the England, and I guess it's in England. And um, they capture him and they try to do these forced psychological things. And one of the things they do is they put him in a chair and they strapped him down and they put permanent things on his eyes to keep his eyes open. And he was forced to watch these horrific scenes on this movie. And it was supposed to do the opposite, not desensitize him, but heighten his sensitivity to violent situations and Supposedly, that type of uh, treatment worked on him in the movie, anyway. And I don't, I, I, I don't believe it. What I, what, what I was getting at is, that's what your kids are going to do to you one day. They're going to sit you down, strap you in a chair, put those things on your eyes, and force you to watch this crap every day. <laughs> Could that be both mics on YouTube? Yes, yes, yes. As long as they spell the name right, both mics, that'll be fine. Yep. That's why we made it so simple, you know. I, I'm I'm good with that. Just again, get the get the letters right, spell our names right, and and I'm good. Yeah, we suck. You know what you should do? You should write YouTube and start a campaign to get us removed from YouTube. I like that idea. Let's get a few million signatures behind that. I'd like to say we we hashtag Elon Musk a lot. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Recall both mics. Recall. Yeah. Dot com. Dot com. Or what else can we do? We can do the, jeez, uh, oh, thoughts are dancing through my head so quick. They're dancing right out. I don't know what my problem is tonight. We did get started a little late. But. Oh, whatever. I'm not worried about that. There's no excuses. Right. Look, it, it, it's easy. We just got to keep doing what we're doing. We got to talk about nothing. Yep. Nothing is everything. Everything is nothing. Movie quotes for everyone. <laughs> Absolutely. So you got any big plans here? You going anywhere soon? No. Not well, yeah. Yeah, how about that? Um, last year, we took uh, Xander when he was two um, to the Monster Jam truck, super truck thing with Bob uh, in San Antonio. And uh, it was at the Alamo Dome. He earmuffs and stuff. He loved it. He's a, a big Grave Digger fan. Yeah. So um, we figured that this year would be a, would be a wash. And uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. See Orlando, not this weekend. Next weekend, they're doing it at the uh, Citrus Bowl. And uh, this week, they're going to be at, uh, was it AIVB Stadium, where the, uh, the Jaguars play? And uh, they'll be doing sporadic tickets throughout the place. And um, with Nicholas, Nicholas being one, he got his own headset now. And uh, we don't have to pay for him to go. And when you buy tickets, you can buy one, you can buy two, or you can buy four. Hmm. And only need three. Nice. That's I, how they get you. So I bought two here, 
and I bought one here. Yeah, perfect. And there's no one in between. That you know of. No, it, it just says unavailable seat, unavailable oh, seat. Okay, good, good, good. So I will vote. And uh, we'll be good. We'll have even more elbow room. Now, I don't know if they're going to do it under the current conditions and climate here, but um, for in the years past, the event was generally like at around 7, 8 o'clock at night. But during the day in the afternoon, kids could go there early and they had a couple monster trucks and the kids could actually ride in a monster truck. Yeah, they actually have a, a pit pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they actually have a monster truck. Believe it or not, the truck they use at the Citrus Bowl is from Claremont. It was right by where I used to live. And if I ever drove north on 27, I would see it all the time. I guess that guy had a, a thing with the Citrus Bowl. And kids can ride in this, it looked like almost like a sidewalk bus, but it was jacked up real high. Um, yeah, the, the pit passes, they had them here, but with, you know, Xander being three and Nicholas being one, I figured, you know, we'll, we'll pass on that. We'll right. Save, we'll save the, the 50 bucks for the, the three pit passes. When they're older, you know, we'll do it. Seven or eight? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's old enough to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoy the show now, and they'll remember how they feel enjoying the show. And like Xander knows, you know, Grave Digger, and he's got the truck here at the house. He's got Grave Digger speakers, the whole nine yards. Nice. Family, like you and Moody, here at the Taylor household. But um, yeah, it, it's gonna be good. I mean, outdoors this year, where last year it was indoors and really loud, and they have their headphones to keep you covered. And uh, it should be good. I haven't been to that stadium. I've been to the arena next door for uh, for Motley. I've been there for uh, Green Day too, and uh, never been to the actual stadium. Yeah, there was a. Uh, they usually start those shows. If you've never been to one, they usually have like motorcycle racing or what they call quad racing. They usually have that. And I got in a lot of trouble because. I asked uh, my wife, Lisa, I asked her where my sister Donna was because they were having quad racing and I didn't see her. <laughs> I know, that was, yeah. yeah, be glad you don't know all the particulars on that one, folks. That's a bad one. Go ahead, go ahead, at me, Mike underscore Safka at both mics.com. Yeah. I can take it. Been to the one at the Citrus Bowl uh, a few times. Now, funny. The first time I ever went, I took my, my older children, who were now older, and they were in high school, probably junior high, in probably 90, no, uh, 2001, 2002, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Um, Citrus Bowl, never been there before, so uh, pull up, and I got my tickets from the employee relations department at Disney. So... Uh, cheap tickets, really good price, no problem. Had decent seats, they're upper deck seats. Drive over to the Citrus Bowl, never been there. There's no parking lot, so I uh, I park in someone's front yard for like five bucks, ten bucks. Walk over to the Citrus Bowl, get into the Citrus Bowl. Not a real, not, not, not a stadium I'm used to being, like Giant Stadium or anything like that. It's kind of kind of outdoorsy, no really indoor, no concourse areas. I'm sure it's changed now since they've had the renovations. 
that we get up to our seats in the upper deck there. And we're in, well, obviously, a lot of people around us got the tickets from employee relations that his the guy behind me with a Pluto shirt, got a Tigger jacket on, and there's a Mickey Mouse. I was going to ask you how you knew they were from Disney. I, I, there was a delicate question I was going to ask. Yeah, and it was it was it was the the, the garb everybody was wearing, the the, the, the Disney swag. Um, so yeah, so we're, we're surrounded by that. Being fresh from New Jersey, New York area, down here in the uh, great state of Florida, surrounded by Mickey Mouse and everything else. All of a sudden, my daughter's like, "Hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. Well, let's go down to the bathroom." And it was an experience and a half. It was welcome to Palenka, Florida. Nice. Uh, we got down there to the concourse by the bathroom. Hang on, this is. Hold on, I just want to. I just want to cue you in. I'm gonna go back in and add the banjo music in later here. There was so much camouflage and so much blaze orange jackets. It was unbelievable. Nice. I, I couldn't believe that we left the little sanctuary of Disney in Section 230 and went down to the concourse, and it was like unbelievable. You know? Well, you should have went to all those people and told them that the camouflage isn't working because you could still see them. Yeah, I could. Well, between that and the blaze orange, I was yeah, I was waiting to get shot and thrown on someone's freaking uh, roof rack. Nice, nice. I would have paid to see that. Now, have you ever been real up close to a monster truck, or been in one, or stood next to one? No, no. There's a picture I have of the kids when they were little, and uh, we took them over by the where. Um, in Orlando, off I Drive, there used to be a place that was an Italian place, and then it became Race Rock. Race Rock yeah. And outside Race Rock, they had Bigfoot, which was one of the original monster trucks from back in the 70s. And they had it pulled up there, and they had big tires. They weren't the big gripping tires that they would normally have in competition, but they were still giant tires. And the kids all stood, like, basically inside the tire. That's how big these trucks are. It's incredible. Yeah, the, uh, you could actually see that from I-4 as we drove past. Um, I forget where that truck ended up. I, I, for some reason, I think it's at... What's that place called? Oh, over by the top of I-Drive, by that mall. The place with that thing? Yeah, with the and blue and yellow, and they have the go-karts. And the guy who does the commercial in the go karts. Fun spot. Fun spot. I yes. Think, it's huge. Exactly. I think what? they brought that truck. Okay, ready? We're both going to do it at the same time because I'm going to send it to him and see if he'll sponsor us. Ready? One, two, three. It's huge. huge. There you go. That should be worth a sponsorship right there. At least. At least. Or at least three tickets. <laughs> You've been to that place? You've been to the fun spot? Yeah, I've been to both. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. It was it was a lot of fun with the kids and stuff, you know, uh, you know, especially when they were teenagers or a little bit older where they could ride the go-karts by themselves and stuff. That was really fun. Yeah, I took my daughter and her little group of friends in 2008 for, uh, for her birthday. 2007 for her birthday. So, yeah, we had fun. One, uh, I guess it's the top of I Drive, right by that Fiesta Mall, Utopia Mall. You sure it's not the Magic Mall? <laughs> no, no, it'd be a different kind of go kart there. 
I drove by there by accident the other day. I missed. I was on the other side of the town. I had to go down by the Disney area to meet somebody. And I went down to that area. And on the way back, I missed a turn because I was going the back way. I was trying to stay off I-4. And I was on my way back and I missed a turn. And I ended up by the Magic Mall, where the Magic Mall used to be, I guess. But it, I, I, there was something there. I, it didn't look like the Magic Mall anymore, though. No, but the thing about the Magic Mall was you could go inside. It was like a flea market inside if it was raining out. But you could buy a suit that looked like it was made from couch material. <laughs> you could get all sorts of uh, hair products there. Who's you, ever, uh, you ever try to buy the Magic Mall in this fall? While the classic's going on? No, no, with the battle of the bands in the parking lot there? No. Did it. Total by accident. Drove down, drove down West Colonial Drive or, yeah, West Colonial Drive. You stay away from that whole area. Kirkman, all that area then. I don't know how we ended up there or what the reasoning was, but we were there. We ended up driving by there that weekend, and it was, it was bad. Any gathering that has that many people there, I'm just staying away from them. I'm not a, I'm not a, hey, let's go stand in a crowd guy. You know, I'll go to an event, but I'm not going to be the event. Right, exactly. Yeah. Unreal. You're speechless. Yeah. Don't put in magic ball. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing on that, uh, you ever see that uh, show about the Cleveland Brown, the cartoon? Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Yeah, yep. Family Guy, whatnot. Yeah, he does a commercial, and he's pimping like this Magic Mall type place. I'll have to send it to you. It was pretty funny. Maybe I'll roll it during this. Maybe I'll go back and throw it on top of this. That'll be funny stuff. We don't get tagged for, for copyright infringement. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, YouTube. You want me? Come get me. How about that, YouTube? You know, I, you know. I've already, I've already been gotten by Facebook. I've already been gotten by other people. Go ahead, come at me, at me, at me, folks. It's I'm not scared. The, the company I used to work for, I worked in an HR capacity, and I used to do background checks, and I did hundreds, not thousands, of background checks for third-party um, workers, outsourcing workers for Facebook for Google. And uh, yeah, they're all moderators, you know, and some of them were supervisors and, and whatnot, but I did their background check. And, you know, it, their resume constitutes, you know, Taco Bell, you know, champ sports, you know, uh, at, you know athlete's foot, whatever the place is called, and, you know, roofer, and also IT moderator tier two for Google. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they can they get paid decent. You know, it's nothing to brag about, but it's it's not it's not minimum wage. And uh, you know, ten percent of them have a criminal record. Five percent of them have DUIs. Uh, a lot of them lie about having a college degree when no college degree is required for the role or for the job. They they just lie that they have a degree anyway. So yeah, it's, it's interesting working. So so was there was there a a category that was graded or checked on like a social media background check or anything no no that, that's funny yeah that's actually interesting 
they just they wanted to know where you worked for the past few years, where you lived for the past few years, if you graduate college, and if you graduate college, you do it. You know, they'll go this place called a national school, national clearinghouse, where you can go and actually see if someone actually has a degree in what they say. Are you think about it or not? Five percent of people. So when they lied about their degree, did they still get hired or no? No. Yeah. So ly lying and saying you had a degree when you didn't, that was automatic disqualification. Correct. Okay, I can go with that. I'm good with that. But you know what's funny is when people get caught not having a degree, it's always like, one more class, just one more class. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet. Not, not 10, not another year. Not. I didn't go at all. I have one more class to do. Well, it's, it's it's funny they didn't tell me I didn't have a degree when I was at graduation. Why why would they do that, huh? Wow, that's true. Across the stage, well, yeah. yeah. Anybody can walk across the stage, but when you opened up your, your little little nifty flicky, there was nothing in it except for a receipt. You know, they have a like a, if people have a financial hold, they'll get their little placard and they'll open it up and it'll be an invoice for you know books or you know. And IOU. I owe you one degree when you return that book. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what kind of yeah, financial hold you can have. I guess if you don't pay your tuition, or, you know, I don't. Yeah, um, that's a whole situation. That's a whole nother show. Nope. No. What are we doing? Uh, I'm thinking about changing the name of this to Two Old Farts. <laughs> I think that one's covered. I think there might be one already of, of those. Yeah, we could we could um, do like cartoon characters like those Muppet guys. Two old parts. <laughs> Sit up in the balcony. Yeah, yeah. We could talk about how bad the music yeah. is. Will you change the background? Yeah. 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 The red velvet curtains. John Wilkes Booth coming out with a gun. What we need to do is get some like elementary school person to draw cartoon characters of us with like little fart cubes coming out, you know, to draw them out. What's a fart cube? You know, when you're a little, little kids are drawing pictures and stuff, they draw, you know, to show action, they show like a little fart coming out of somebody. Maybe it's oh, a little cloud. Cloud, okay. Okay. Cube, cloud, whatever. You had me, you had me confused there for a second. Uh, well, I, I, I guess theoretically uh, there could be a thing called a fart cube. I guess I don't know what that would be, but fartcube.com. Quick, buy that. Here, here you go. It's like a Rubik's cube, except it's scratch and sniff. Each oh. side has a different smell. <laughs> now you're going too far. <laughs> what? It's the fart cube by Ronco. Do you? <laughs> Do your kids get their farts confused with their brothers and sisters? Well, we can separate those farts out on the fart cube. On the fart cube. You have yellow farts and red farts and green farts and blue farts. Yes. I, I say we go somewhere with this. I don't even think we have to make the fart cube. We've already come up with the idea. We just have to draw it up and go on that shark, that shark TV show. Yeah. And uh, in, they say that just being on that show makes your business grow exponentially oh i bet i bet yep there's people out there who like they they warn them that they need to make sure that their website is up to snuff and on a good enough server to take the uh 
the hundreds of thousands of people that, that go to their website just because they see them on TV shows. See, I got a great idea for a reality show that could be set up right now, especially under the current pandemic situation that we have here. And it could be like a podcast challenge thing, like a reality type show talking about people doing podcasts. And only one podcast is going to get like the golden ticket at the end. Okay. You know, there's some sort of battles along the way, like one show topic, you have to do this, you have to have this theme, but you can't say these words. One show topic can be you have to get complete strangers onto your podcast. You know, you come up with different activities or challenges along the way. Yeah. No. <laughs> Buddy, I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to get us more exposure. I'm trying. You, you know, you got to work with me here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> Wind me up. Let me go. I think we're running out of time here. That's a good thing. We're. I think we're done for today almost. I don't know. You got anything else? No, no. We gotta, we gotta do better planning. More, more show prep. What are you, what are you talking about show prep? I got all the show prep in the world. I could sit here and talk for hours. I, I, I feel bad though that you're, you know, if, if, if you need to share what you have with me, and then I will come up with the rest. Yeah, but it's gonna lose the freshness. It's gonna lose the reaction. It's gonna be too thought out. I don't want that. Okay. I don't want a show where we talk about what we're going to talk about. Let's just turn on the mics and talk. Not a problem. Um, totally understandable. Now, here, here's a here's a little thing that happened this week. Um, as you know, I work for a, a company that outsources to other companies. I work for financial business. I work at mortgages. And uh, the company I work for, um, they're not in a good situation with the client that they're working for. And I knew this for a while. And it got to the point where like, how long can this last that the train wreck doesn't end? So I, I got hired on in November with this and it was just bad. It was just, just no training, just bad. Good thing I know what I'm doing that I was able to get enough pieces together to become the second best in my team in a matter of a couple months um, a lot of people, a lot of turnover, it's real bad. And I could just see the writing on the wall that this was gonna end pretty quick. This past Wednesday, we get on our little team huddle, little cuddle, and um, the boss's boss is on the call. Oh yeah, that's kind of weird. Meeting starts with him talking. Guess what? Our client says enough. So no more, no more client. But this company that I work for is an outsourcing company. So there's another, another cube they can put me in, and another financial position. And um, yeah, that that happened this week. Wow. Uh, so like, being the second best in, in numbers on my team, I'm one of the first to make sure that there's a spot for me with this new company. Good. Uh, yeah. So I, believe it or not, I have a huge setup on my dining room table because this is the office where my, my wife works during the week. I have the dining room table and I have two computer monitors, I have a laptop, I have a port, I have all my little peripheries and fun things like that that I, that I use to, to get my work done. So I'm switching from company A to company B inside 
the company I work for. So overnight, they send me two more monitors, a new computer, all this other stuff, and I already have all of that on my desk. So today I need to take my stuff and move it back, or no, and move it forward, and then put the new stuff that I need for Monday behind it. So I could work today and yesterday on computer A and have computer B that came in the mail today. So, so kind of like at a concert where they set up the opening act in front of the other stuff. And they just roll off the drum set, yes. roll off the drum set, switch the microphones out. Yes. Exactly. It, it was it was that particular type of setup. So come Monday, I work for the same company, but the client that we work for, I'm changing from A to B, doing the same thing, only different. And uh, hopefully it's better than, than A company because A company was just wretched, wretched. It, it, I, I don't, it, it, trial by fire is the only way I can explain it. And, wow. Uh, yeah. Well, good for you. It worked out. Yep. So that, that's what happened to me this week. Nice. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up here. We, it was a fun time. Even though it looked bleak at the beginning, I think we pulled it out. Yep, yep. See, this is proof. We can do a show about nothing. This is yeah. great. That's fun. <laughs> nothing is a show about everything. We, we talk about everything, but, but nothing, nothing. Exactly. Fun. Look, Seinfeld had a good run. That was a show about nothing, right? Yeah. Now we just got to get Larry David on board here. We'll be good. All right. Well, look, I, I like that. I like it. You look like Larry David there. I like that. I, I've been told, even though I'm six foot three and not Jewish. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I thank everybody for joining us. Yep, you can yep. check us out on YouTube if you're not. You can check us out on Facebook. You can check us out on the website, bothmikes.com, whatshotinflorida.com. And we're going to be just about everywhere you can find a podcast. So tell your friends. I get us it. some more people here. Come on. We want to keep doing these shows about nothing. It's fun. It's fun to do nothing. Bean pod. <laughs> pod bean. Pod bean? bean pod, pod bean. Bean pod. I like that. Nice. All right, Mike. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you next time, all right? Next time. Take care, folks.